Sliced Apples Podcast with Alex and David. My best round ever. Best round ever. Best round ever. And what was it? Shot a 77, which is five strokes over par. Okay. My previous okay. best was 79, so I crushed it. Yeah. Did, was it one of those where, like, towards the end, you really had to cl- clutch it out to get that no, low I, score, or you kind of had a you had a good lead to, going to the end, so you were able to like still mess up a little bit and still get that 77 pretty comfortably? No, I I three putted on 18 for for a 77. So I was I was on the green putting for eagle, like eighty foot putt. I got so nervous, I didn't even make it halfway. And then, yeah, I was like, that stress, bro, reminded me of why I don't play tournament golf. Is because that stress is unbelievable. Standing over a putt, like trying to focus, and just like, and it didn't help because one of the other guys shot his best round, which was a seventy eight. Huh, loser, he I beat him by one stroke, and he got. So pumped because he made this massive putt. He goes 78. And I'm sitting there. I'm like, I don't even know what I'm putting for right now, but I just got a lot more nervous. <laughs> yeah. And uh, and then the second putt, I just blew it by the hole. And the uh, third putt luckily clutched that and made it for 77 for par. So yeah, it was a good round. It was fun. I enjoyed it. Um let's go. Yeah. And then fourth of July, bro. I went, I went to Golden Nugget, Louisiana. Oh, I saw that. Fourth. I saw that. Yeah. Well, of course, it looked nice. It was all right. Yeah, it was a resort course. Get this. So one of my coworkers' buddies told him, um, and I, you should do this with me in the future because you'll win money. Told him, hey, I'm going to give you 100 bucks. I'll Venmo you 100 bucks. Pulled out, play roulette, four separate bets, 25 bucks a piece. Put them on black 17, like four separate times. It hit on the third time, 36 to 1 odds. The man won $900. It was lit. And that was when I was sitting there. I was like, maybe I should have pulled some money out and gambled. <laughs> and you said. You always no. have that like remorse. Oh, yeah. yeah I mean, it no. goes both ways. There's yeah. always the, damn, I should have. I should have been in on that. And then there's the, yeah. after you lose the money, it's like, damn. Why am I an idiot? Why did I, why did I even think that would work? <laughs> Who knows? Yeah, but I, I went there, went to Austin, shot some fireworks in Austin. Had a good time there. It was nice. Paddleboarding cool. is insanely hard. Uh, I don't know if you know yeah. this. Is it uh, the one where you stand up and try to? Supposed to. I didn't. Oh, oh yeah. <laughs> I, I had a lot of fun uh, in Dominican Republic on that. I remember just thinking, like, I really just want to get in the water. Yeah. Yeah, let's paddleboard. <laughs> just dr- yeah. dr- falling over every five seconds. <laughs> yeah, dude. Yeah. No, I was I was riding with somebody. And so I was liable for somebody else's well-being, and it was not fun. They also only get they give you the uh, oar with only one. I guess the paddle with only one oar. I think the fin is called an oar. I don't know. They give you the oar with only sure. one fin, and I'm sitting there like rowing. And you got to swap hands, and they really just give you like a canoe or kayak one where it's double sided, bro. Way easier if they did it that way, especially if you're sitting down. I think it's meant for people who are standing up. That's why yeah. it's only one sided. I wasn't man enough to stand up. I didn't want to keep falling. Listen yeah. Like, oh, 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 my feet would be wiggling, knees weak, arms sweaty. You know, mom spaghetti kind of thing. Yeah. That was uh, that was that was me on the paddleboard. But it was a good time overall. Yeah, good fourth. It's awesome. And then shot that seventy-seven. So it's been a good streak here. It's been a little while since we potted. Yeah, I, I ended up uh, working for Fourth of July. Cause oh, uh, that's fun. Yeah. Um we're obligated one one holiday for the year uh, logistics 24 7 operation never stops um probably the best one to pick honestly at, honestly i initially had uh i think labor day or veterans day one of those two um which both land on a monday i believe it might have been labor day labor day is on a monday um and so I was like, I saw the girl that had 4th of July. I was like, dude, 4th of July is on a Tuesday. 
that's pretty that's pretty whack like yeah. you go into work monday and then have tuesday off then go back to work wednesday i was like eh. yeah hey you want to switch so i can get that uh I, i'll work that tuesday i don't care you get a little extra money and oh, yeah. i'll take a monday off i'll take a three-day weekend over like a tuesday yeah. off that's true i guess you do i didn't have to work or well, i did i kind of worked monday a little bit but it was uh it was nice i guess if you do you have is halloween count as one of the hol- holidays because halloween no. would be another one. i was gonna say halloween no. is definitely the winner of that like the most useless one so, <laughs> I mean, halloween brother that's that's funny like imagine if um companies what are, are the like, real yeah, halloween like, halloween's a holiday not a i mean it's not a like a holiday in which you get off of work fuck it's, that uh, federal holidays yeah it's All not right, a federal New holiday day, mlk day confederate memorial day don't think that's celebrated very often january 19th never knew that don't need to know that washington's mm. birthday oh these are the texas public holidays so even worse <laughs> confederate memorial day it's not a good thing that should not be on here google washington's birthday texas independence day caesar chavez day good friday san jacinto there's so many fucking days dude san jacinto day Memorial day juneteenth independence day labor day veterans day thanksgiving christmas and boxing day i mean if we're being honest washington's birthday is pretty useless i mean like what the fuck is that celebrate <laughs> like one guy's birthday I mean, come on. It's silly. I mean, we celebrate Martin Luther King Day. I mean, but that's Martin Luther King Day. It's not like I'm it's, pretty sure. it's I, literally I think it's, Washington's birthday. Like, what is that? Wait, like 20th? I was going to say, isn't that day his birthday? But I Bro, think he wasn't even it's, born. It's, it's, on, it's on a Monday. Bro, he wasn't even born on February 20th. He's born on February 11th. What is this? <laughs> Washington's birthday is on February 20th, but he's born on February 11th. How does that make any sense? Can't believe everything you see on Google. It looks like it was a replacement for President's Day. I'm so confused. Nobody knows all the federal holidays. That should be like a game show thing. Is name all the federal holidays. Nobody would get that. Nobody. Um, I, I got a question for you. What? What? Um, I've seen this going around Twitter okay. that the MLB baseball mm-hmm. by far has the best. Um all-star you know events Mm. slash whatever you want to call it just weekend compilation whatever even though theirs is like during the week um where's your pain what's your stance on that do you do you wholeheartedly agree with that or is it just this is right now on my twitter feed this is for the baseball nut nuts to come out and be like hey baseball is the best all-star events all-star weekend in pro sports so tell me uh they make like this is a joke they make like a week around it it's really just two days it looks like so it's the capital one play ballpark whatever the hell that means the home run derby which is probably goaded it's probably the greatest all-star event that isn't an all-star game i mean it's better than the slam dunk contest at least recently it's typically better anyway because you just watch people hit nukes. I mean, it's pretty pretty hard to beat that. Yeah. Uh, Tuesday, play ballpark again for some reason. And then you have the all-star red carpet show and then the all-star game. So it looks like it's just two things, which is the home run derby and then the all-star game. Um, hey, sometimes it's about quality over quantity. You know what I mean? True. It's true. If I'm being honest, probably the best. If I'm being honest. I mean... Let's think about it, because the NBA is really trying, but the NBA is is really failing also. Because how mm-hmm. we not have LeBron James in the slam dunk contest? Like, what what's up with that? I mean, not yeah. now, but like back in the day. I mean, the best players I feel like play or at least hit nukes in the home run derby, right? Like most of the time, you're gonna get Mike Trout, or you're gonna get like one of the bigger boys, right? Like they're they're typically in it. I mean, you got it's going on right now. You got Pete Alonso, you got Vlad Guerrero Jr., yeah. you got. Uh, Julio Rodriguez is up right now. Is Aaron Judge in it? No. Why is it? It's ridiculous. It's like LeBron. Like, why are you not in it? I think he he's on a little slump this year. Oh, okay. <laughs> was he in it least. last year? I think he was in it last year. You know, sometimes they just they decline it. Um, it 
I heard it's it really messes like, with your swing. Yeah, they they say it can it really messes with the swing, which I can see it because like watching it, bro. Like especially now that there's a timer. I remember years back there wasn't a timer. It was just like, um, I guess you get a certain amount of pitches. Yeah, I forgot. I remember just back in the day it wasn't a timer, and so now there's a timer. Like first round, Randy Rosarino. I was like, dude, how is this man still going after two minutes of just like pitch swing, like swing full force? All right, swing, swing, like, and it's just like I'm tired just looking at him. Like, Jeez. dang, but I mean, um, I think Chicago it's White Sox, uh, Luis, I think Robert Jr. Dude. This man here is a freaking tank, dude. This man didn't... It, he made it look like he was just hitting T-balls, just like effortless, just steady, consistent pace, effortless, bombing over like 450, 460, 470. And I'm just like, I think that man's going to win this shit because he is just like not even trying. But this boy right here right now, Julio Rodriguez, he's the hometown. You know, it's in Seattle. And I knew he was going to come out and try hard. Um, and so that's why he's part of my bet, too. Because I think, yeah, I, I think the MLB has got it on lock. I mean, if we're being honest, the NBA has the potential to be the best one between the same dunk contest and three-point contest. All-Star game, I think, is more fun now that they're doing the drafting and then they do, like, quarter by quarter. Like who wins the quarters thing? It's more fun that way. But if I'm being honest, if we're doing hypotheticals, like think about the sports that don't have all star games, I think golf would probably be the, the most fun one to watch, honestly. Because if you did like longest drive contest and you did like longest putt challenge, like those two, I think that'd be, at least as a golf fan, I think that'd be pretty lit. Like they already have the longest drive contest, like separate from the PGA. And it's pretty, it's pretty sick to watch. I mean, those guys hit bombs. They hit it like 400 yards. It's, it's pretty nuts. They like tear their back trying to swing the club. So it's, it's the equivalent of the home run derby. But that's just me being a golf nerd. I mean, longest drive contest I mean, win, in my opinion. I, I mean, it'll probably be number number two behind baseball. I mean, baseball's good. An, under, under base, if under shit together. If NBA got their shit together, NBA would be hands down the best. Yeah, NBA should be better football uh nfl whenever it's it's never yeah it's impossible literally just because the way the sport is it's impossible um now basketball they just kind of like you said they just need to get their shit together i think it's more of a i think first of all they have too much maybe a little too much going on during all-star weekend well they have the celebrity Uh, game which is in all honesty, it's kind of weird. Like, I mean, I like the celebrity game. I've always liked it, and it's kind of on its own, like because it's the Friday night thing. It's the only real, well, that and uh, the rising stars. the rising stars, which honestly, I, I mean, but that's really what good. I think is like too much. Like they have too, or are you talking about like the antics, like the the celebration, all that? I mean, like I feel like it's just pumped with content, and it just it feels almost like social media clout chasing that time of the year, like. MLB really could do a better job of taking a note from the NBA, making it more like content wise. But like, I mean, it's hard to watch people or it's hard to beat watching people just hit nukes. Like it, it really is. I mean, when yeah, somebody's putting at 470, I mean, that's, that's pretty tough to beat. Yeah. I mean, especially, I mean, it's just, it's mainly one of the things is the names. Like, you know, the, the, even though in baseball, they might, like for the home run derby or something, it might not be the the hugest names. You're not getting like Aaron Judge, Jordan Alvarez, uh, freaking Pete Alonzo, and um, whoever Trout. the fuck, Mike Trout. Like just because you don't have like those five star names, I mean, a lot of these cats are really fucking good. And the best part is they're young. All I mean, Julio Julio Rodriguez right now is just going nuts and in a way he has to because he's matched up against pete alonzo which i don't know why they did that it's kind of messed up pete alonzo has won back-to-back home run tie home run derbies and they put him against the hometown kid but rodriguez over here slammed 41 
geez louise DraftKings had his uh over under at 28 and a half so he freaking smashed that shit bro smashed that over let's let's reverse real quick how about joey jaws chestnut just (laughs) let me down bro 71 and a half dogs was the bet is that what the over under was 71 yeah man let me down little did i know i mean inclement weather you know the humidity didn't help you know you can't shove 70 dogs down if you're if you're humid and sweating i mean (laughs) last year he took down a protester still put down i believe like 66 dogs i mean that that's incredible i mean to to build up that level of rhythm and then to choke slam a protester and then continue to choke slam dogs is i mean this guy is probably the greatest athlete ever if we're being honest he literally they they did you know this at sports center was going to cancel it all. Like they had already moved on to the next programming, like sports center, just regular sports center. And Joey Chestnut walks out there and the quote is all around. He's like, we're doing this fucker. And they go out there and they re like, they cut sports center, whatever the show was after and put the hot dog contest back on. I've never seen anybody do that. I mean, let's be honest. If Tom Brady just decided to go out on a Monday night and say, fuck that we're playing Monday. And like they played Monday, that would be the equivalent of what Joey did. I mean, he literally rescheduled TV programming. That's I mean, he's the goat, dude. Sixteen time winner. Wasn't wasn't there a guy before him that was like the dominant yeah, Kobayashi? Guy? Yeah, bro. it was the Asian guy, right? Okay, yeah, I was like, he used to lose to Kobayashi. Yeah, I was like, wasn't I feel like before Joey Chestnut became like the goat, like there was, I remembered, was it Kobayashi? Kobayashi, yeah. Yeah, I remember him being that guy at one point when we were younger. Like, he won every single year, whatnot. Now it's Joey Chestnut, I guess. The funny part is, like, who, who's, who's, who's next? You know what I mean? Like, who... bro, his, bro, his record was, I mean, let's see. I don't know what, it, what his, his top record was. He's a six-time champion, bro. That's nothing compared to Joey's 16. That is true. Yeah, it looks like he did 50 in 12 minutes, bro. Joey ate 76 and 10. That's... <laughs> Dude, Joe, Joey Chestnut is undisputed goat. I mean, he's he's on my Mount Rushmore. I don't know why I don't think of him more often. He has to be on my Mount Rushmore of athletes. It's like him, Tom Brady... Serena Williams and LeBron. I mean, those are like the four. Joey Chestnut, Serena Williams. I mean, if I'm putting, you putting Joey, you putting Joey over Tom Brady, bro. I mean, I might take Tom Brady off and put Tiger Woods on. I oh, mean, you could put man. you could put Yoko, uh, uh, no, Novak Djokovic on there instead of Serena Williams. But I love Serena Williams. I think Serena, Serena Williams. I believe one of Wimbledon while she was like six or seven months pregnant or some shit like that. Like that was insane. Like nobody, you can't compete with that. Like men can't compete with that. That's unbelievable. So, I mean, Tom Brady is Tom Brady, but I'm taking Tom Brady off, bro. I'm putting Joey on there. It's a one man show. The man ate 76 hot dogs. He's got 16 titles to Tom seven. Let's be honest. Let's, let's just be honest. I mean, you, you're, you're doubling them up more than doubling them up. It's not even close. Joey's the goat. <laughs> 16-time okay. champion, bro. It's a fair assessment. Uh, uh, you know what uh. gets me, though, is I, I sound like a big fan of this. I watch it every 4th of July, and every 4th of July grosses me out, dude. When they do when they do the close-up of them just, like, dunking the bread in the water, and it's all soggy, and then they're just shoving it in there. Oh, it's gross, dude. I can't do it. It's so nasty. I like when they do the full pan, and you can see, like, everybody's numbers. When they start zooming up, it's I can't do it, dude. It's so gross. Like those, those people are. Ugh. And then I love when you see underneath, like eight five gallons of mayonnaise in three and a half minutes. Like one of the guys, it's like, what is wrong with these people? Like what? Why? Who hurts you that you want to do this? So anyway, I had to mention the the goat Joey because he did he did leave Fourth of July almost dry, but that man got us out there. And ate sixty three dogs or whatever it was. Let me down though. I thought he'd break seventy for sure. I knew. I think he would go. I I was thinking under. I was like, when you said over, I was like, damn. Okay, I don't know, man. That's a little. It's a little high. It's a little high. I didn't think about the weather. Honestly, I didn't know weather impacted him that much. I I didn't know either. (laughs) 
guess when you're eating 60 plus hot dogs, the weather is going to be a factor. Everything's going to be a factor. <laughs> yeah, it's some, it's just some, one of those things you don't think about. I know, like, when, when I see on Twitter the guys that try to bet, um, like home run parlays, who to hit a home run, a lot of that factor goes into, oh, what ballpark are they playing? They're w- reading the fucking weather report. Like, oh, the wind is blowing south, southwest, which is perfect for the lefties. And, uh, no, 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 no. You know, like that. It's like the kind of shit. I mean, I'm just there, like, show A. Otani. I mean, he's pretty fucking good. Maybe yeah. he'll hit a home run today. He <laughs> is pretty fucking good. But, a guy. But I think MLB's got it on the All-Star weekend. I think if NBA were to get their shit together, like, it's just, it's like even the Zach Levine, Aaron Gordon year, like, we need to go back to like when it was Dwight Howard, Blake Griffin. You know what I mean? Like, all the way back to like 2010, 2009, 2008, like those years. Did T Mac ever do it? I feel like T Mac should have done it if he didn't do it. I think the problem is, too, is too many events. Like, at least for baseball, you know, there's only really one event home run derby and an All Star game. It's like it gives everybody that one thing to look forward to. It's like, all right, it's the one thing that happens once a year. It's the home run derby. Whereas in basketball, you got the whole Saturday night, which is like just a long, kind of winded, yeah. you know, just, just keep, just dumb it down to freaking three point contest. We want to see it's people true. splash threes. And then the dunk contest Saturday, and then the game Sunday. That's what they should do. Or that, yeah. I just don't like the celebrity game. I think a celebrity game is dumb. I always liked it. I always liked seeing uh, if uh, the celebrity, like who who can actually hoop decently or not. I mean, but I honestly haven't watched it since I was younger. Yeah, so... and that's the thing is now they like they pick people. It's like they pick like Instagram people now, and it's not like. It's one thing if you're getting like Kevin Hart out there with like Dave Chappelle and then like you get Lil Wayne to play. You know what I mean? Like superstars. (laughs) Like, but if you're getting, you know, Spice Adams, which I love Spice Adams, he, but he's the, you know who that is? He's the guy that does. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, He's, he's really funny, but at the same time, it's like he's an Instagram guy. So it's not that he shouldn't get an opportunity. I'm glad he gets an opportunity, but it kind of, it kind of soils it, soils it. It just makes it not what it was with the quote celebrity game. I remember you know? when Justin Bieber was kind of yeah, hooping dude. a little bit at that celebrity Bro. game, man. Bro, and... should, there's probably a list out there of the greatest celebrity like players in the celebrity game. Stephen A was a, a coach, or I think he played in it at one point. So, I mean, that would be cool. Like TV personalities, bro. Just get like, I don't know, Anderson Cooper out there, like CNN versus Fox. That'd be cool. <laughs> <laughs> I think uh, a CNN, not a CNN, a Stephen A. Smith out there. Stephen A. versus Skip Bayless one on one. Oh, dude, that'd be awesome. Drip Bayless, bro. That'd be legit. So, yeah, I think MLB's got it though on the ML, on the uh, All Star Weekend, just because, like you say, it's it's the perfect amount of events. It's two events. They're both iconic. Like, cause the all-star game is still like fun. Like it's still fun to watch because it's like all, all the all-stars play it and you can actually play it relatively hard. Like you don't have to, there's the risk for injury and MLB is so much lower in my opinion than NBA. I have no stats to back that up, but you think about a player going up and dunking, what are you raising your hands for? Cause my fucking parlay just hit bro. I guessed every single first round winner. I don't know how. I just kind of went off the whim. And the honestly, going into this last one, this was the har- hardest one for me because who, I mean, it was Pete Alonzo. I went, I went for Rodriguez, thinking the hometown kid has to beat out the two time champ. And he did because he went fucking nuts. And I just turned four bucks into 50 bucks. Let's go. Let's go. You love yeah, to hear was, that. That was just a total, just like, I want to put in a bet for the home run derby. Let's see. First round. Let's see. Uh, dude. Yeah, Rosarena. Yeah, that guy, that guy, Vladdy. Got to go with Vladdy. Oh, Julio. But yeah, I was like, shit, man. Why can't every parlay come out like that? Then I'll be rich man over here. 
But um, so I just pulled up the NBA free agency because I know we we're going to run through that. But first, I want to talk about the fact that there's not a single person on first take at this moment in this clip that I recognize. And they let go of so many people. And I know you want to talk undisputed. So. Oh, yes. That's another thing, bro. ESPN just got they just they yeah. cleaned house. Yeah, I'll give you I'll give you the list here. No, they they got rid of the boy Jalen Rose, Jeff Van Gundy. All right, so here Max we go. Max Andre Ward, Ashley Brewer, uh, Chris Ch- Ch- Chalos, Ch- Cielos, I don't know. David Pollock. David Pollock is a good one. Mm-hmm. Um, Doug Kizirian, Kiz- he's a betting analyst. Uh, Gene, well, I'm not even going to try. Woj Siwowski, something like that. Looks like a knockoff of Woj Narowski. Yeah, I was like, Different. is that Woj? They fired Jaylen, Woj. Jalen Rose, Jason Fitz, who I like Jason Fitz. Jeff Van Gundy was a wild one. Um, Keyshawn Johnson, Matt Hasselback, Max Kellerman, RIP. Uh, Neil Everett, he was the GOAT. Mm-hmm. Um, Nick Friedel, Rob Ninkovich. Steve Young, Susie Colbert, and Todd McShay. Todd McShay. Which Todd they McShay? Picked, they picked uh, uh, Mel Kuyper. I almost called him Mad Mel Kuyper because I watched so much Pat McAfee. Mel Kuyper over Todd McShay, bro. That's that's crazy. Yeah, they, they let go of quite a few people. I don't know how I feel about that. Yeah, that's... Um, that That's insane, and... um. I watched some video about it too, and it makes sense. You know the the money, the, everything's streaming now. Everybody's coming, cutting the cord. Therefore, the money that's coming in for ESPN isn't as high as it was before. But then also these leagues that they're broadcasting, the price to show them is going up, 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 up. So their income is coming down, but the price to have NBA Finals is through the roof right now. So they are hemorrhaging money. And also, not to mention, they just paid a shit ton of money for Pat McAfee. Mm. Um, and yeah, I, I, I've been at one point when that all came out, I was kind of like went to, to, into a rabbit hole, YouTube rabbit hole, listening to. Dan Lebitard, because I really like Dan Lebitard. I, I listen to this stuff every now and then, um, especially when it comes to things like this with ESPN, because I feel like he's so like fair and honest, and it's not like, uh, oh, I have resentment towards this company or something like that. They let go of me or whatever the fuck. But it, it just seems like they don't know how to develop talent anymore, um, which... It, it makes sense. Like, if you think about it, it makes sense. The shows they're putting out and whatnot, the people that are getting grouped together, it's just, it, it's not what it used to be because they're not, they're not, they don't have people up top that can develop great talent. Instead, since they're under Disney, they just go out and try to buy talent. Hence, Pat McAfee. Because if you think about it, Pat McAfee was under ESPN at one point, once upon a time. He was. And they let him go, instead of developing that, let him go, and now brought him back for even a higher price. I mean, that's like, pretty much you get in on a stock when it's low, dollar, dollar fifty. And you say, this ain't worth it. Then that shit bumps up to a thousand dollars per share and you're just like ah fuck it i gotta get into it all right give me a few (laughs) and yeah man it's the honestly it's kind of the downfall of espn i'm just glad they didn't get rid of any of the ufc peeps but at the same time i think i think they might be getting paid under ufc i kind of it's kind of weird how that works because even from Fox, going from Fox to ESPN, they've had the same people. So I'm assuming UFC pays those people, like the Joe Rogans, the Daniel Cormier's, and stuff of the world. So that's a good thing. So none of those people left that I actually pay attention to. But yeah, it's a it's a big uh big uh, 
I think you're absolutely Big, uh, right. Earthquake. They yeah, they can't they can't develop talent and I don't think it's I don't think it's like necessarily a development issue. It's more just like who they decide, like you were saying, to put who with who, like personality wise. Like if you watch Get Up without Mike Greenberg, it is miserable. Like it is just not entertaining because and it's not I don't know who they put in the like his chair, but the guy that's in his chair, the black dude with bald head. Great. He's fucking awesome what he does. Like, I love him. But for whatever reason, Mike Greenberg just has this like it factor that he's able to like, like, I think he just has developed this personality for so long now that I'm personally invested in him because I, I used to listen to him every day on Mike and Mike. And so like when all the Jets stuff was going on, that was great for Get Up because Mike Greenberg is a massive Jets fan. But everybody that supported or was around Mike Greenberg, like outside of like, honestly, a lot of the people they let go, like I thought Jalen Rose is really good. I like, um, uh, what's his name? Uh, uh, Winborn, uh, uh, big boy. Winhorse, Winhorse, Winhorse. I like Winhorse. Like, I think he's good. Um, I really liked Susie Colbert. Like, I like their Monday night team minus Booger. I just didn't like Booger because they did the Booger station that one year where he was like riding up and down the sideline. I thought that was so goofy. Like, what, what are we watching here? So I didn't understand that, but I really did like their most of their Monday night cast, especially when they had RG3 there. It's like Susie Colbert, Adam Schefter, uh, Steve Young, RG3. And then they had Booger, I think, also on that. Like, I liked everybody. I mean, I thought they were good together. So, no, I mean, it's the problem is, is that it's not um, the competition for like that is so high because you have like the CBSs. And I believe the NBC or there's another broad, uh, maybe it's Fox. There's Fox, like, NBC, and CBS. Well, I think those three are like stacked. Like they've got great people for their for their uh, like pregame and like midgame analysis. Like I think those mm-hmm. are stacked. I think it's CBS is the one that's got uh, all the old heads on there that are just they've been there for. Yeah, I think they got like no Chris Terry Berman, Bradshaw right? or no Berman's with ESPN. Berman's with ESPN. So CBS has um, Jim Nance. Nick, Jim Nance, yeah. Oh, this is this is this is like what they're. This is the announcers. So if we're doing, oh, Bill Cower, Boomer, Nate Burleson, Phil Sims, and then Jonathan Jones. But yeah, those are and then. Then Fox has Strahan, uh, yeah. Terry Bradshaw. Um, the other guy that was a deep nose tackle, that nose tackle dude, I'm forgetting his name right now. Um, uh, I'm hard. trying to look here. Hard to remember these names in July. Uh, oh, yeah, dude. It's like you remember them every single time. And, uh, NBC, they have. Let's see, let's see what you got. What's what's the Fox ones? Can you can you name the Fox ones? Stray, I know it's Strahan, Terry Bradshaw, um, Long. Uh, how how some yeah, Howie some Long, Howie Long, uh, Kurt Menefee. Kurt Menefee. You're fi- if you're in a big one, he was the Cowboys head coach. Oh, is it uh, Jimmy Johnson? Jimmy Johnson. There we go. Yeah, yeah. So they had uh, Michael Strand, Jimmy Johnson, Howie Long, Terry Bradshaw, and Kurt Menefee. That's Fox. Dude, those are stacked. Like, that's the problem is, like, ESPN is competing with people that, like, they're trying to fill roles. And these guys, like, especially the Fox one, dude. The Fox one is ridiculous. Like, that's... And then they're adding Tom Brady. Yeah, dude. That's... And what was the other one? NBC? Yeah. Crew. I mean, why do you think ESPN went out, spent so much money to get um, Troy Aikman and... uh Names are just leaving me, bro. Aikman and, and Joe, uh, Joe Buck. Joe Buck. There we go. Yeah, I'm trying to find this. This is crew here. Uh, Mike Tirico, Chris Collinsworth. Those are the two that call it, though. Yeah, or no, it's Al Michaels and Michelle Tafoy are the ones that call it. No, Michelle Tafoy yeah, is the sideline. Yeah. Mike Tarico's there sometimes. It's usually Al Michaels and Chris Collinsworth. Yeah. No, 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 no. Al Michaels went to Amazon. Oh, that's right. It was Al Michaels, but also. 
Al Michaels went to Amazon with Kirk Herbstreet. Yes. Yeah. So that's another good, that's another solid like booth right there. Dude, their I'm like, game sucks, honestly, because like, I don't know but, what it is, but anybody with uh, the Steve, with Steve Smith, like I just, I think Steve Smith is a terrible analyst. Like I think he, he was such a good football player, but when he analyzes the game, I just don't think he's gifted with that, like the words. Like he just, he just doesn't, like he, he's not a good, vocal person in my opinion like at least like analyzing a like hardcore analyzing wise i've never maybe that's just my opinion it is my opinion actually it's not a fact but that's that's just is what i think when i listen to him so i think the amazon like starting crew because they also they had richard sherman and then they had andrew whitworth um and and uh steve smith and then i forgot there's like there's two others but i liked whitworth i thought whitworth was great and richard sherman was good too I, uh, but it's it's Thursday night football. Ain't nobody trying to watch no pregame for Thursday night football. If you really think about it, it's not like Sunday or even Monday night football. I don't know. It's something about Thursday night football. You're, middle you're, of July though. You know, you if Thursday night football is on right now, we'd be watching it. Let's be honest. We would be watching it, but nobody really. I feel like nobody watches a Thursday night pregame show. Like, bro, those first couple of weeks, I'm itching, bro. I'm watching it. <laughs> I mean, especially when the Denver Broncos were on for like three oh weeks straight. <laughs> yeah, but Bezos just big dicked him. Was like, yeah, no, we're uh, we're gonna get better teams to play on Thursday. We're not gonna have Broncos Seattle anymore. <laughs> it's just, yeah, we're gonna get. That's it. why they had to put in that fucking flex, bro. Like, yeah, they had the audible. Like, hey, hold up, wait a minute. Yeah. We Bezos said, I'm paying too much money for Russell Wilson. Yeah, dude, that was every Thursday. That's true, but I don't know what ESPN's doing. I mean, they're they let go all those people, and what it's just gonna do to me, or like for in my opinion, what I see is those great people, like the Susie Colbert is just the name that keeps coming to mind. It's gonna go to an Amazon or an NBC or something like that, and just bolster that roster almost like like a fantasy team, right? Like you th you think Fox is gonna try to snag a lot of these guys? Maybe. Who knows? Like, we'll have to see who fires who, right? Because there's, like, I feel like similarly to NFL teams or really any team, like, they all rotate. So, like, they'll let some people let others go, like, the bottom of what they think is their barrel. And then they'll hire some of these free agents, so to speak. So, I think Susie Colbert, like, the cream will rise to the top. And, and that will, and that will happen with the Susie Colberts of the world. And I'm, I'm blanking on the other names, Dude. but Jalen Rose. Um, if TNT doesn't snag Jeff Van Gundy and have a oh, booth with, oh, um, Reggie. who's the main one? Who's the main one? No, who's oh, the main uh, color commentator? The one with the oh, voice, uh, LeBron James. Oh, uh, Mike no Breen. Is it Mike Breen? No, Mike Breen, I think, is with ESPN. Yeah, it's Bang. Bang. Yeah. Um, but they need him. Jeff Van Gundy and Stan Van Gundy in the in in, in a in a booth, bro. That, that's what we need to see, <laughs> or I guess here. Yeah, I don't know who who called the block by James. Was that Mike Breen as well? No, uh, yeah, Mike Breen is blocked by James, but uh, the TNT one is the one that uh. I got really you. Color commentator. Kevin Harlan. Yes. Yes. Yeah, there we go. Yeah, Kevin Harlan's great. Yeah, he's a good, he's a really good one. So Har Kevin Harlan, right now, you know what? Just put four people in the booth. Put Kevin Harlan, Reggie Miller, and both of the Van Gundys in there, bro. <laughs> Madness, oh. bro. Uh, dude, Jeff Van Gundy says some wild shit. That's for sure. I just, I don't know if I can handle both the brothers in one booth. The other thing is, like, some of these guys get hired to be coaches, so it's really like a weird dynamic. I can't imagine being in that world where. You know, people like uh, who got hired out of the booth recently. Somebody got hired. Um, shit, I don't remember the name, but somebody got hired and they went to. They're going to coach now. Um, I mean, God, I'm gonna have to keep googling over here. That's why we miss Alejandro. Uh, got hired to coach out of the booth. I mean, I, I think Jeff Van Gundy didn't he get just get hired or no? No. no. He just got fired. Just got fired. <laughs> That's what he got. Uh, well, Mark Jackson's always up for coaches, up, up for like coaching positions. Um, it doesn't matter. But I'm, yeah, I'm, but either way, um, 
Yeah, it's crazy stuff, especially with, you know, all those firings, especially with also the new announcement by the NBA of what we've been discussing for years, the new in-season tournament officially announced this year. We talked about this. You remember we talked about this years years ago? Yeah. I'm actually surprised it's going down. I liked it. I like this. I think it's, I think it's going to be ultimately a disservice to the people that retired, like mainly like Jordan or Kobe or whatever, because or LeBron, honestly, because LeBron is coming up in years, but like the P in the future, it's going to be really difficult to, it's going to be impossible now to compare current generation to previous generations because there's another trophy to win like that's it's just going to be another thing that you can stack on a resume that's just going to be irrelevant when it comes to you know previous generations like if somebody's won six mid-season tournaments how does that quantify to somebody like you know jordan or kobe or whatever like and do, how do you value that over an end of season turn like a trophy you know, what is what is the difference there? Like, what's the value? I know they're going to pitch it like it's the same value. But you and I have been talking about this for years. Like, make the NBA regular season more interesting. Put a tournament in the middle and make it worth something. And I think it's a pretty good idea. Like, we, we were talking about this years ago. Bro, it was a great idea. I'm looking at it right now, and it starts on November 3rd. Doesn't the basketball season start, like, October, like, at the end of October? Start date 2023 is uh, what date does the October 2023 is when the NBA season starts. So, yeah, that's two months. Yeah, no, not even. That's one month. It's always starts at the end. So it's like what? There'll be like a week that is and a weird. half Why into they... the NBA season. I feel like I mean what they should do is they should have put it over Christmas and done the championship game on Christmas Day or Christmas right. Eve. That's what they should have done cuz that makes the like the Christmas Day games are always awesome. So if you made it a championship game on Christmas Day like that, doesn't that increase the value of it? That's got to. Yeah. Not like the tournament but the viewership, like the interest. Like I love watching basketball on Christmas. I think it's a great tradition. So if you made it championship level, like that would be awesome. Yeah, I feel like it's a little soon to have a in in season tournament. It's supposed to be in the middle of the season. They have to adjust it over years. Like they'll learn from this season and like move it. Oh yeah. They they are they will make the proper adjustments, which you know, they'll hear everybody what they say. But it's nice that they're implementing it. Like they're like, all right, we're doing this shit. Now, is there enough incentive for the, you know, um, yeah, October eighteenth. Yeah, so it's October eighteenth is the start of the season, and November third. Third, so it says right here, roster set for NBA G League Showcase Cup, November. Oh, this is twenty twenty two. My mistake. My mistake. Um, have they released the schedule for this year? I guess not, because they just released the that there's going to be a in season tournament. Yeah, it's usually released in July or August. So yeah, they they haven't released the schedule yet. That'll be weird though to see like how that works. I I like it. I think it'll be fun. I I've seen a lot of memes where it's like this is just an opportunity for Chris Paul to win a ring. i think i think the best part is the when you get to the knockout rounds after group play let's see knockout round single elimination games for the eight teams that advance from group play yeah i'd have to look up how it's gonna how it's gonna fit but yeah because i'm not seeing anything on espn where it comes to like the actual Probably because they can't afford to show it anymore. <laughs> 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 they really, 
Dude, I really don't think they play. They paid McAfee that much, like that much money. You know, like the combination of what is that? Twenty analysts and commentators and all. Like, there's no way they paid him that much money. The eighteen mil. I don't think I don't think it's released because he keeps making a deal about it where it's like every, I've seen numbers out, none of them are right. Frankly, I'm I'm kind of with him on the fact that it doesn't fucking matter how much he's getting paid. Like I think it's just sick that an internet show is getting the opportunity to be on ESPN. Like I, the, he's a trailblazer. Like I think that's awesome. So yeah. I don't know how much they're paying him, but I don't think it's enough to why I don't think it's. The I don't think there's any correlation between the firings and hiring of Pat McAfee. Like oh, I no. think I think it's like they're clearing house for something. Like there's there's some they believe that they have you know better people in the pipeline. I mean, remember Emmanuel Acho was on ESPN. Emmanuel Acho is great, and he's on Fox. They've got his brother now on ESPN. Honestly, his brother's fine, but like he's not his older brother. Like Emmanuel's the better one. That's for sure. Yeah. So. I don't know why they're clearing house, but they are. And we'll see what happens. I think it's I think it's hopefully the midseason tournament, hopefully the hirings of ESPN. But but before we forget what's going to dispute it, I've only seen they're taking two months off. Have you read more? Uh just taking two months off and uh, I think it's mainly because that they haven't found a proper replacement for Shannon because that's a long time to take off. It's one thing to take like a few weeks in July off because who gives a fuck in July? But they're not coming back to August 28th. Like, that's a lot of football you're missing. Yeah. Um, a lot of football ratings that they're going to be missing out on. And I'm pretty sure they didn't want to do that. It's more like they had to because they just weren't well prepared enough to find a replacement for Shannon. How long do you think they need to prep? Probably like a month, right? They probably need until they, they hire somebody and they get like a good month of practice or I have no idea how long it would take them to like get the groove of it because there's no way they just pick somebody and then a week later they're on air. Like they have to have. I think so. I think, I think when you interview for a job like that or something, I mean, one of the main things has to be like the chemistry between said person and skip Bayless and so when they go for an interview it's kind of like you could tell off the bat kind of if you have that chemistry or not um because you don't have really that business you don't have time to okay uh let's take a month now we hired somebody let's take a month and like get the chemistry together yeah hey money money ain't (laughs) these network heads ain't waiting on that for for the money to come in, um, so damn. So okay, it looks like they've got, according to USA Today, some potential candidates here. So this is four days ago. So starting off with Sean McCoy, nah, nah, nah. Nick Wright. I love Nick Wright. I love Nick Wright too. I think Nick Wright but, would do a good job, but I don't think they're a good match. I feel like they're too mm, much. Of, no, Nick Wright, I think it'd be fun, dude. It, they're too much of the same in a way. I think uh, <laughs> Skip tweeted, LeBron is the only one in the lab this summer. Can't wait to unveil Undisputed just in time for football season. That's hilarious. <laughs> Skip tweeted that. Um, after Nick Wright, speak of the devil, we were just talking about him, Emmanuel Acho. I think Emmanuel Acho would be good, but I'm not sure about the match. And He's then, not going to do it. Yeah, he probably wouldn't. I think he wouldn't last, like, just because of how infuriating it is to sit across from Skip. That's why apparently, I think Nick Wright would be good. Apparently, uh, Marcellus Wiley said, you know, Emmanuel wants his own stuff. That's why he's on Speak, because it's, like, uh, it's kind of his thing. He doesn't want to be... He doesn't want to be, like, second to Skip. He wants He wants to be the man... He wants to be Skip. He doesn't want a second fiddle Skip. So, and then how about this, the reunion, but she wasn't really a analyst or speaker on it, but Joy Taylor, who was originally on Undisputed. That would be interesting. Yeah, uh, I just don't think she... 
I don't think she would fit either because it takes a certain personality. Like that's why I think Nick Rideout so far that would be the best ones. There's two more. You ready? So these are two ESPN castoffs is the word they use. Max Kellerman. No. No. <laughs> Jesus Lord, no. And uh, Keyshawn Johnson. Yeah. I think I think yeah. Nick Wright's the best out of them. Let's be honest. Nick Wright is. I mean, he. I mean, he is. Oh, now that I think about it. Screw Undisputed, man. Let's make a show with Nick Wright. Let's get Joy Taylor on there. And... Manuel Acho. Nah. Dude, I love Acho. I, I do, but then I don't. I do. Because, you know, I, I just like what he has to say, but I don't because I feel like sometimes on Speak, like the... Topics are very like it's like can you get a little bit more like scatter more territories like can you like be a little diverse a little bit you know I mean not everybody well I say this but not everybody just watches just football just basketball twenty four eight like yeah I'm it's like I want to I, I like hearing topics outside of the the norm of yeah which i feel like they really don't do and speak mm. and i feel like that's a emmanuel Acho thing because he's kind of running the show yeah and you know i kind of want to i, I want to see like i really like joy taylor i think joy taylor do a hell of a good job and nick wright and then if you get him a solid third maybe i mean throwing chris broussard I mean, I don't know, like... Um, I like Chris maybe, Broussard. Dude, or maybe Ke- Keyshawn. Maybe Keyshawn Johnson in that. Dude, I liked what they had going in uh, Not Get Up, But First Things First. Like, mm-hmm. I liked what they had going there. I thought that was a good show. And yeah. then they moved it, and I'm like, why did you why did you move this show? I thought this was a good show to start with. Maybe they just weren't competing rating-wise with, with uh, Get Up because Greenberg is a, just an animal. So, but let's shift gears because we're we're running long here. I'm curious. Let's uh let's talk NBA free agency. We'll just let's do a little rapid fire here. We like the Draymond signing four years, hundred million to go back to the Warriors. Getting rid of uh Jordan Poole. I was kind of hoping he went somewhere else just for the the fun of it, just for the you know the ooh yeah. Ah, but didn't happen. It's all right. Um, they uh. They lost their GM left, so it'll be an interesting season to see what yeah. happens with the Warriors. I mean, the Rockets out here are signing Fred Van Fleet and oh, we'll get Dylan to Brooks to eighty million dollars. Jesus, we're running, we're running up the chain. Kyle Kuzma and Damian, or uh, and and what what's his name? I just mentioned Jordan Poole to the Wizards. Wizards aren't relevant, but kind of interesting that they're signing those two players. If they have some baddies on the sidelines, who knows what can happen in Washington? Who knows? Is right. Uh, let's see who else we got. Uh, Kyrie Irving going back to the Mavs. A little Kyrie shocked Irving. by that. By little, I was a lot shocked by that. Pretty shocked as well. Three years, $126 million. Pretty, uh Pretty nuts, to be honest. That's not what I was expecting. I thought he would take a pay cut and go somewhere where he can win. Well, and by that, I mean somewhere he could absolutely destroy the chemistry and lose, but try and win. Um, maybe take some time off, you know, like a Brooklyn Nets or like a, <laughs> or like he was with the Brooklyn Nets or the Celtics. But you know, I like him staying in in Dallas. I think it puts a lot of pressure on the Lucas season now. He's got to he's got to do something. They've got to win here. He's got a perfect solid two. They, um, they already they already paid Luca, right? They did, but I think it's a big deal for for just his career that they do something because now he's got a solid second option. And by second option, I mean, you could argue if Kyrie is better than Luca. I mean, I'd probably pick Luca over Kyrie, to be honest. That's just me though. And that's because he's fucking six, eight and he can shoot. <laughs> so he's an animal. Um, let's see what else we got. Uh, Trey Jones, who I really like, you know, I was a Memphis fan for one year, signed with the Spurs. They obviously drafted Wemby. So, Big deal. Gabe Vincent to the Lakers. I thought that was cool. Pretty pretty decent. Gabe Vincent was in the finals. 
Um, I like Joe Ingles. Joe Ingles to the ma- Magic. Uh, Kevin Love re-signed with the Heat. I don't know how old he is, but I figured he was like 63 years old, so he's coming back for a final, 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 final season. And then, yeah, running right up here. What do we think about Fred Van Vliet? Before we get to uh, Dylan Brooks, Fred Van Vliet, three-year, like, $30 million. I like the Van Fleet signing. Wait, what was it? Three years, $130 million? $130 million, three years, yeah. Now, whether he's worth $40-plus <laughs> million dollars a year, that is... Questionable. I guess that is questionable and to be judged. Um, yeah. But I can see a situation in which he is worth that money. He's 29. He's in his prime. 29. He's in his prime. I think he's a good, he would be a solid vet for this young team. Um, Dylan Brooks now, what was it, four years, 80 million? Is that what we're paying that man, $20 million Uh, a year? Yeah, we can skip over him. I mean, I like to say the Grizzlies real quick. Grizzlies signing Derrick Rose, which is cool, him going back there. Um, Yeah, Victor Oladipo going back to OKC. Uh, Damian obviously opting out. And then I'm getting up here. To where's that? Where's that? Where's that? Lamelo, I mentioned that. Or I didn't mention that. I mentioned that off air. Lamelo signing the, or he's opting in, print, agreed in principle to the rookie max. Damn. All right, Dylan Brooks, Houston Rockets, four years, eighty million. I'm following the timeline. Sorry. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> in a way, I guess the Rockets do have. We have a lot of young, young talent, so that leaves a lot of extra money to spend. Um, do you like Dylan Brooks? I do not. Okay. Do you like him because he, now that he's wearing a Rockets uniform? I guess I have to. I, I, <laughs> I don't know, bro. I think the shit just got to his head. Like He just thought he was really that dude, and then... I think he got a. I hope he had gotten a cold hard uh, reality check. He's and, second. His second team all defense. And so I mean, if he can go back to what he was a couple years ago, I would very much enjoy that because that he was he was a nice dog. He was a dog. Dog, but. I personally, again, being a one-year Memphis Grizzly fan, um, was a big fan of Dylan Brooks. Love Dylan Brooks. Love the energy, bro. Like you said, we got a, young, a lot of young players, a lot of young guards too. I think, uh, I think this is really good for just the fact that Dylan Brooks plays good defense, and these young players will pl- learn how to play good guard defense. And whether he's the best guard in the best defensive guard in the league or all this and that, like doesn't really matter to me. I don't think he is, but I think he's one of the best defensive guards in the league. And I think he can teach the young players because that's, that's always the heart the biggest learning curve, in my opinion, when it comes to uh, getting drafted in the NBA, being a young player in the NBA is the defense, right? So if they can get a jump start being, you know, veteran leadership or at least leadership from somebody who has done it before, been a, 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 an all defensive player, I think that's a that's a good signing. Eighty million over four years. Eh. Yeah. I would have loved like a two year deal. You know, I don't know why we have a three year Fred Van Vliet in his prime and we've got a four year Dylan Brooks where he, you know, caused issues with his previous team. Now granted, he wasn't shooting people or pretending to shoot people like his teammate. So that's that's fair. You know, there's there's argument to be made there on whether he was you know, the worst influence on the team. There's an argument to be made. But I that's the only question I have is why three for Fred Van Vliet and why four for Dylan Brooks? You know, that's that's the only question I have there. Maybe that's just what the contract he wanted and that was the only negotiation available. Who knows? Thought it was pretty funny that he signs a four-year $80 million deal and then no shit. Was that 16 minutes later? Russell Westbrook signed a two-year, eight million dollar deal. <laughs> like, <laughs> that was pretty funny. Uh, just shows you the overvaluation of some players. But I don't hate it. Like, is he gonna make me go buy tickets? Eh, 
Dylan Brooks? I don't know. No. No. Eh. No. Now, now, last thing before we hop off, because uh, that boy Dame Time requested a trade. Okay. I mean, it's, from what's out there, Miami is the destination. But I've seen many times where they say shit like this and then it ends up going a completely different direction. Yeah. But imagine Dame Lillard put onto that Miami Heat team with J- Justin, uh, Justin, with uh, playoff Jimmy Buckets and a freaking Kyle Lowry that just for some reason just won't go away. He just like is always lingering there and he's a little pest. Yeah. If you're I'd playing against him. I would love to see it. Dude, if they would... had imagine the team they had last year made it to the finals, fell short. If they had Damian Lillard, dude, that's a different squad because that's just automatic just buckets. Automatic fucking buckets right there. And that's all they really needed because, I don't know, Jimmy was started fading away a little bit for some reason. Got tired, um, bro. Had to. That was the only excuse. Yeah, I mean, but Dame Lillard, it's always Dame time. I, mm. I would love to see him in a Miami uniform. I would, too. I think it's culture-wise perfect for him. Fit-wise perfect. I think the other teams that were thrown out there were, I think the Spurs were one. Um, Wouldn't hate hate that. Uh, But if we're being honest, like, what is the reason that he's requesting a trade? It's because he wants to win, right? So if you're wanting to win, why would you go to a team that just had the number one overall pick? Like that's not the team you want to go to if you're requesting a trade for for a winning franchise. Yeah, that that's why the Heat make the most sense to me. Um, I mean, fuck it, he could he could just go play in Phoenix. I mean, he could do that. (laughs) It seems like everybody else is going to play in Phoenix. Mm. I don't know about that, homie. I think the only place I'd hate him to go is like the Lakers. If you went to the Lakers, I would hate that. Like, I think that would just be stupid. Like not, that, not like, that would be dope. I don't know. I don't. What if they trade AD for Damian Lillard? That'd be the biggest fleece ever, bro. They traded by AD. who? Uh, the uh, the, the Trailblazers would fleece the Lakers, bro. Well, there's talks of like so they're talking you about. Think, you think Portland would be fleecing the Lakers by getting getting AD in exchange for Dame Lillard? Yes. No, sir. That's a negative. You, you think you think the Lakers would win that trade, or sorry, you uh-huh. think the Trailblazers would win that trade? No, the Lakers win that trade. Okay, that's what I'm saying. Am I using fleece incorrectly? Yeah, you're saying. I thought Blazers you were saying the Blazers the would fleece the Lakers. Oh, okay. Well, that it would. So then it would be the other way around. The Lakers are fleecing the Trailblazers. Oh yeah, that's what. I, yeah, that's what I mean. You're right. No, <laughs> okay. I, I, but also, there's talks of Yusuf Nurkic going with him somewhere. And I think that would be nasty if they gave up both Dame and Yusuf Nurkic to go to the Heat, and maybe they like they do like a Tyler Hero, Bam Adebayo, like you know, big, big, big trade. I know mm. I don't want to give up Bam either, but if you get Yusuf Nurkic and Damian Lillard, I'd rather keep Bam than Yusuf. He's like, y'all keep Nurkic. Yeah, I don't know. that's fair. Uh, I guess. Bama, I'm sorry, but Bam Adebayo is a better player than oh, he is. Nurkic. He is. No, there's a lot of talks of it. Now, if LA was like, we'll give you AD, you bring me Dame Lillard and Nurkic. Hey, that's a dub, fat Bro, dub. What, are they, what, what is AD worth now? I mean, come on. Like, what are we talking about? AD has been injured consistently the past couple of years. He's not worth anything. You know, the Orlando Magic waved Bull Bull. I bet you could trade Bull Bull for AD. <laughs> It'd probably be a good trade. All right, I'm done. I'm going to start saying dumbass shit like that. Um, yeah, any other? Let's see. Uh, Anthony Edwards signed the Max with the Timberwolves. 
as big deal. I love, I love the ant. Ant is so awesome. Um, Eric Gordon going to the Phoenix Suns is pretty cool. Uh, OKC getting Patty Mills, kind of neat. So funny as we go over all this, and then like I see them in their new uniforms, I'm like, what in the hell is going on, dude? Like Patty Mills is now on OKC. Anyway. Seems like a lot of the flurry is over. We're just waiting for the ball to drop with Dame. And uh, hopefully it drops sooner rather than later. Otherwise, um, this is the most difficult time in sports to talk about anything. Because <laughs> after the home run derby, we are going to be in a serious dead zone. Uh, it's, but we're, we're finding time. We're finding, we're finding things to fill it with. And uh, two fans, you know where to find us. At Slash Dabbles Pod, at Slash Dabbles Podcast. Um, every week-ish. <laughs> Every Tuesday and Thursday, <laughs> you are find us Spotify, wherever you get your podcast, and uh, we will see you next time.